I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, You know what? This isn't my podcast. This is our podcast. So thank you all for being part of this stupid little show that wastes an hour of all of our weeks every seven days. Uh, You guys, we're talking this week for episode 76. uh, We're talking WWF WrestleFest, the arcade game. So excited to be dipping back into the arcade. So excited to be talking old wrestling. So excited to be talking with my pal, Brad Warren, my guest again this week. Now, just quickly, I got a lot to get to this week before we get to the talking about WrestleFest. Uh, this is kind of a guinea pig run, okay? Brad and I did this one via phone. So I recorded it through my mixer, plugged the phone in. I, I think it sounds okay. Obviously, you're going to be able to tell the guy is on the phone. We just were not able to get together face-to-face. And I want to see what you guys think of this, all right? And I mean it legitimately. If you guys, uh, if you think it's not listenable, please tell me why. Don't just write and say the show sucks. I know the show sucks. Tell me why it sucked. If you think it's passable and you could hear it, let me know. Because I've got some great guests I could do some interviews with, but I got to do them over some kind of phone or something. And I'm just curious to see. I mean, I'm looking at other options. I know my pal Josh from Press Start to Join uh, mentioned another system I'm looking at. But I tried this one over phone i think it sounds okay it's not perfect let me know what you think okay uh if you don't want to listen to my rambling for a few minutes there's a timestamp in the description box below to tell you where to go to just get to the talk about wrestlefest but i suggest you hang around because i'm going to give some shout outs i got some nintendo news some old video game news i got lots to lots to talk about so i'm gonna shut the fuck up and talk about it um you know i'm gonna quickly plug the patreon but listen i'm not just gonna plug the patreon this month we just released an episode about pokemon sword and shield uh which is getting some really good feedback there's 11 bonus episodes in there now six games five q a rambling ones it's only two dollars a month you're gonna get access to all those you're also gonna get entered into a draw to win a prize just like new patreon ryan white did who won 25 bucks to spend on the playstation network however he sees fit and that's 25 dollars us so that's like 80 bucks here in Canada. That's a big fucking deal. And he got that for $2. And you're going to get a shout out on the show. And I'm going to quickly rip through some shout outs here right now to all the people that support the show on Patreon. Uh, so big thank you very, very much to Andre and or Andre, fuck one name in and I fucked it up to Andre, Andy Baker, Benjamin Barlow, Bradley McHugh, Taco Shirt, Chris, Chris Sumner, Daniel Brooks, Dave, James Clark, Jeffrey Mathis, Joe Buck, John Taylor, Josh from Press Start to Join, Freezer Burnt, Keegan Wilson, 
Lord Egbert, Luke Simpson, Mark McHugh, Michael Mathis, Nigel, Robert Lippa, Ryan White, Shaley and Ben, Sharonic, Thomas Christian, Todd, Tyler, and literally just snuck in on the Patreon about 20 minutes before I recorded this, Dustin Little. Thank you so much, you all, for supporting the show. You're all goddamned heroes. Not just in my book, but in society's book, I think. So if you would like to be interested or mentioned in those shout-outs, you'd like to get extra, extra episodes of the show, and you'd like to get entered into a chance to win prizes, patreon.com slash remember the game. It's two bucks a month. I won't talk about it anymore this week. Done. Thanks, guys. Um, what do we have? We're only three minutes. We're doing okay. Okay, retro gaming news. I actually have some retro game news, which is like, I'm telling you, like I always try to fill the intro with retro game news, but believe it or not, there's not a ton of news about fucking games that came out 20, 30, 40 years ago. But uh, there is some retro game news this week, and that is that Nintendo is at, ah, god damn it, and I forgot to get the date that the games are actually going live. God, I suck at this. Uh, sometime in the next few days, it may have already even happened, Nintendo is going to be adding some games to their Nintendo online service. If you don't own a Nintendo Switch... You've probably, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you've heard me fucking rant about it uh, already, but Nintendo doesn't just uh, give us their old games anymore. Like, instead of letting us buy them, they put them out a couple at a time uh, on kind of like a little drip, and you pay for like 20, 25 bucks a year for the Nintendo Online service, and part of that is you can play all the games. And listen, I like 90% of the Nintendo Online service. It's cheaper than PlayStation and Xbox, so you can't expect as good a system. Now we're up to over 50 NES games, and there's almost 25 Super Nintendo games with save states, ability to play them online with your friends, all that stuff. Pretty rad, and a lot of great games. And like, dude, it's 20, like in Canada, it's $25 a year, okay? If I was to just buy these games, like, I mean, what was what were they selling them for on the Wii U and stuff? Like eight bucks, I think, for a Super Nintendo game and five bucks for an NES game. I'd have like three or four of them, and I would have already spent this money. And instead, I've got between the 50-plus NES games and the 20-plus Super Nintendo games, I've got almost 80 games sitting there to play. And of those 80, there's a good 30 or 40 that are like, like, mwah, like worth playing. So anyway, uh, Nintendo hasn't added any games since September when they rolled out their original Super Nintendo lineup, and they are adding some new games, and I want to quickly mention them. On the NES Online, they are rolling out uh, Crystalis, and Journey to Silius or something. And uh, if you don't feel bad if you don't know what those are. Don't go looking through our archives for an episode about either of those games. Because I don't know what the fuck they are either. But they're two more NES games. So that's kind of cool. They're two more games that I'll probably never play. Uh, now the Super Nintendo. They brought the heat with some of these fucking games. I'm a little surprised... We didn't get Donkey Kong Country with the anniversary of it just passing and everything, but that's okay. They can't, I think they learned their lesson with the NES. They can't just drop all of the best games at once and then they'll be fucked for like eight months until they figure out what they're going to do next. So they're giving us a couple good games every few months. There's some good fucking games here, you guys. Coming to the SNES online service here in the month of December, you've got Star Fox 2, the sequel to the critically acclaimed Star Fox, which was previously unreleased and then only ever released in North America on the Super Nintendo Classic Edition that you probably could never buy anywhere because, you know, because Nintendo. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm not a huge Star Fox fan. I never did play Star Fox 2 on my original uh, Super Nintendo Classic, but I, I might give it a chance just to see. Uh, Breath of Fire 2. I, I have not played the Breath of Fire games. My understanding is that this is the good one or this is where it starts to get good. I don't know. It's another RPG. Dude, I mean... Even a bad Super Nintendo RPG is still a good RPG, is it not? So Breath of Fire 2, Star Fox 2, and then two phenomenal games from my childhood. I'm so fucking excited to have on the go. First up is Kirby Superstar. I'm not the world's biggest Kirby fan. Kirby's Adventure on the NES was rad. Um, a couple of the Kirby's Dreamland games are okay. Kirby Superstar is, for my money, probably the best Kirby game. It is a compilation game. There's like a regular Kirby game in there. There's like these mini games and stuff. It looks gorgeous with its 16-bit uh, graphics. I played the shit out of Kirby Superstar as a kid. So that game is coming into Super Nintendo Online. And so is one of the most criminally overlooked games in the Super Nintendo library, Super Punch-Out. I fucking love super punch out here's a hot take for you and i don't give a shit if you like it or not super punch out is better than the regular punch out and i don't even think it's close frankly i fucking adore okay no it is close the original punch out's pretty good too uh i fucking adore super punch out when i got my hands on my super nintendo classic that was the first game i beat and my favorite game of all time super mario world is sitting on my super nintendo classic but i went to super punch out because I, oh it's just it takes everything punch out did and makes it fucking better the only problem for me 
from the original punch out to the super punch out is that it super punch out is only one round in the original NES one. I think you had three rounds to win your fight. Otherwise it went to like a decision or something. This one, you got three minutes to win a fight and that's it. Uh, but the characters are huge. The gore, oh, the graphics are fucking gorgeous. The gameplay is great. I love Rick and Nick bruiser. I, I, there's going to be an episode eventually on this episode of this podcast about super punch out. And I'm going to struggle mightily to not just give it a perfect 10. I'm so fucking excited to have that game on my switch online. If you have a Nintendo switch and you have the online service and you've never played super punch out, fucking play it. It is so good. Ah, it's fucking, and it's more beatable than Mike Tyson's punch out. Like not nearly as hard. You can, you can beat this one. I promise. So, so new games to Nintendo online. That's pretty rad. I honestly, you know what, if they roll them out every three months, but they give us a couple of heavy hitters like this every month moving forward, then I'm fine with that. Cause there's more than enough to play as it is. That's just like a little extra bonus. Uh, when you're, you know, sitting around with nothing to play, you fire up an old super Nintendo game and dig through it. Particularly like getting ready for episodes of the show it's nice to have them on the go or i can just fire up play for a couple hours and kind of refresh my mind or my memory on some of these games so uh good job nintendo that's fucking pretty rad and speaking of companies adding games to their systems with more news uh it just came out that untitled goose game is coming to playstation and xbox and uh if you don't know what it is, it's this little indie game that came out on the Switch earlier this year, and I haven't played it yet. I've had a ton of people messaging me telling me I should play it, including friends of mine, people on the show, Patreons of the show, strangers on social media. Uh, my understanding is you just control a goose, and you run around and cause mayhem. And it sounds fucking hilarious. It looks cool. Uh, it's just one of those ones that kept slipping down the my, my depth chart on my Switch, but it's coming... T- excuse me, it's coming to Game Pass in like two days on my Xbox. I'm probably going to fire it up, give it a chance. So if you've been waiting for a chance to play Goose Game or maybe you don't own a Switch, but you've seen someone talking about Goose Game, uh, check it out because it's coming to everything in a couple of days and it's supposed to be pretty rad. And, uh, it's an, and it's an indie game and that's something I wanted to quickly touch on too. Nintendo just ran an indie direct like three hours ago, uh, advertising some of their upcoming indie games. I'm not really going to get into that too much. I mean, this, you guys know, you can go find the good podcasts. They'll give you the news and stuff like that. Um, but I fucking love, I fucking love, like I love a lot, eh? Haven't I? I'm like been sitting here rambling about how much I like Nintendo online, rambling how much I love the Patreons. I love super punch out. I love Kirby superstar. Uh, but I fucking love indie games, man. Like my game of the year last year was hollow Knight. And uh, I don't know if it actually came out 2017 or 2018, but I played it in 2018. That game took over my life and it was, I fucking adored it. Like just quickly, just, and I just made a quick list of just some of my favorite games over the last couple of years that are all indie games. Hollow Knight is absolutely incredible. The Steam World uh, games, I've played both Steam World Digs and Steam World Heist. They were all fucking sick. Rogue Legacy is an absolutely phenomenal roguelike game. Uh, Spelunky, The Darkest Darkest Dungeon is an RPG roguelike that's fucking great. Guacamelee 1 and 2 are like two of the best Metroidvanias not called uh, Hollow Knight. They're about this like Mexican uh, Lucha Libre wrestler that can turn into a chicken. And Yep, no, it makes complete sense. It's awesome. Into the Breach is a phenomenal uh tactical strategy uh like board game type game that i can't recommend enough it's i think it's my second or third most played like longest played game on my switch celeste which we just talked about on the patreon is a fucking gem that's available on systems and shovel knight you guys shovel knight is available everywhere i have bought it on three consoles i bought it on my vita i bought it on my 3ds and i own it on my switch uh the only reason we haven't done a patreon episode about shovel knight yet is because uh i I can't bring myself to not give it a 10. I fucking adore Shovel Knight so much. So that's just a few of a huge list of great indie games. And it's, I just, I'm so excited to see more and more games going to different consoles. Um, Oh yeah, quickly too, on the indie thing, uh, they announced Axiom Verge 2 is coming at the end of 2020 to the Switch. And uh, if you haven't played Axiom Verge, it's another Metroidvania. It's fucking rad. Very old school looking, pretty tough, but it's fun. It's on everything. It's dirt cheap. Check that out as well. Hotline Miami, those games like, oh, so many indies, man. They're just, they're fucking great. And they're so cheap and they're so fun and just support those companies. They're on everything. They're fucking awesome. Uh, I'm so excited. Like I love seeing exclusives disappearing and seeing games available on everything. Like it, it just came out that MLB's the show, uh, MLB, the show, the, the baseball franchise, the predominant baseball franchise in sporting games is not even close for my money. The best sporting games on the market, um, that have been PlayStation exclusive forever are going to be coming to other consoles. I believe in 2021, 
Uh, Xbox is tweeting about it. It looks like they might be coming to Switch too. I, I fucking, I've almost bought a PS4 again just to go back to playing the show. And part of the reason I haven't is because it's an ungodly addiction for me and I can't stop. So it's just so rad seeing games getting onto more and more systems, you know? Like there's 100 million plus PlayStation 4s out there and then another 40 million Switches, another 40 million Xboxes out there. That's 180 plus million consoles out there in the wild. If you're a game developer and you can get your game on all three of those instead of just on a 50% or less of them, why wouldn't you, right? So, ah, break down the walls of exclusives. Give us all the games. I'm so excited about all the, ah, yeah, fuck yeah, I love games. Um, and then finally, before I get into what have I been playing this week, speaking of how my uh, I have so many games and the list keeps getting longer, I finally hacked my PlayStation Classic. I, uh, I spent a few days playing with it, uh, and oh boy, just quickly, okay, listen, and if you're not a tech nerd, maybe this won't make sense to you. It didn't make any sense to me either. I had read so much about how easy it is to hack the PlayStation Classic, and I managed to hack my NES and my SNES one, uh, so I was like, okay, well, if it's, this one sounds easier to hack than those two were, and just quickly, if you've never heard my thoughts on ROMs, uh, if you put your game out there, if you're a game maker and you put your retro game out there and I can give you some money for it and I want to play it, I will. But a lot of the games I'm adding to these systems are games that I just can't get my hands on anywhere else and I want to play them. So if you don't put them out anywhere, then I can't give you my money. So then I have no problem with ROMing in that case. So it said all you have to do is get a USB flash drive and then you fill it up with games and you plug it into the second controller port on the PlayStation Classic and you're good to go. And I thought, well, all right. Well, that sounds easy. I found a long list of USB drives that seemed to work and I thought one that I thought worked. I got a 64 gigabyte SanDisk Ultra something or other. And then it said I have to format it to a FAT32 format, which apparently you can't do if it's a 64 gig fucking flash drive. I didn't know that, or at least I couldn't. So then I had to download another program and look up how to convert it to a FAT32. Then I added this uh, BleemSync, this program to it. That was pretty easy. Shout out to everyone involved in that because like, I don't know who makes those things, but this system works cool once you get it working. Uh, then I had to go find ROMs. So then I get some ROMs and I'm not going to tell you where to get them. You guys go to Reddit and stuff. Look up the message boards. Just be careful. Don't just go Google ROMs and then download all of them because there's viruses and shit out there and they'll take your money and, and all that good stuff. Uh, so then I go find some ROMs and then I get them and then they are 7Z files, 7Z files, which I don't know what the fuck that is. But then apparently I had to get a program to unzip the 7Z files. So I go and get that, unzip them, find the information finally got it on my playstation i know that sounds very simple to you guys but i am computer illiterate it was it's been a long fucking process but i finally got them working last night i still can't get the cover art to work so when i scroll through my playstation menu uh my playstation classic menu they just have the like uh, like a bleem sync logo or something i can't get the box art to work i don't really care about that i'll fuck around with it a little more and if i can't get it to work i don't care I can play games. That's what matters. So I've added Resident Evil 2 and 3. I've added some Tony Hawk games. I'm going to go back and add a whole bunch more tonight. Uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3 are on my short list. They have to get played, particularly 2, because I know you guys want to cover it on the podcast here. Um, and then just quickly, I'm just I'm going to ask you guys, if you know anything about technology, check out the Facebook page. I'm going to post uh, some stuff over there uh, while this podcast goes live. I cannot get my capture card. I have an Aver Capture Aver Media HD GL310, I think, going into an Ace or something laptop. And I just, I, it won't record gameplay for more than a few minutes at random. It stops at random intervals. And I have no idea why. I've tried recording it to my MacBook. I've tried recording it to my computer, my Acer, and I've tried recording it to an external hard drive. All three of them, it quits at random times. And I don't know that it's quit. Like, it'll keep the towner going like it's recorded for 40 or 50 minutes. It quits anywhere from, like, two minutes to 20 minutes in. And I don't know why. And I'm just looking for advice. If anyone can tell me how the fuck to fix it, I will shout this shit out of you out of you on this podcast. So I'll post it on my Facebook, guys. Facebook.com slash rememberthegame. I'm just looking for advice. I can't get the Let's Plays to work until I get this goddamn capture card to work. So good enough. That's a long intro. I'm going to shut the fuck up. What have I been playing over the last seven days? Not very much. Uh, I've been on the road like crazy. I edited the Patreon exclusive, uh, Pokemon episode on Monday, uh, at an A&W, uh, with their fucking Wi-Fi, sitting there drinking coffee surrounded by old people because I just, I have not been home to edit anything. Uh, I have been playing a little bit of the Outer Worlds on my Xbox. I went from loving it to liking it to being pretty meh on it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to finish it now. I got too much other stuff to play. Concept is rad. Game is kind of boring to me. Uh, I've been playing Banjo-Kazooie. I'm going to save my thoughts on that for an episode here on the podcast, but uh, so far, so good. And I've been playing Metal Gear Solid on my PlayStation Classic, partially because it's fun, partially because I've been using it as my demo to uh, record gameplay and try to get my fucking capture card to work, and it isn't working. So 
That's what I've been playing over the last seven days. We're at about 20 minutes. I got to shut the fuck up. We're going to talk WWF WrestleFest, you guys. I love pro wrestling, as you know. I also love video games. Speaking of pro wrestling, uh, wrestling with wrestling, not wrestling with wrestling, because those already exist, apparently. Wrestling with wrestling, my new wrestling podcast, goes live January 3rd. 2020 you can follow us on social media at ww wrestling pod we'll follow everybody back let's make it a successful and i'll be friends and have fun uh but yeah i love pro wrestling i love video games and i love one of my best pals on the planet mr brad warren who is my guest this week we're going to talk the arcade classic i am going to cue some music and again i hope the sound works guys we were on the phone doing this if it sucks please tell me why if it's good please tell me you liked it i have some great guests lined up i just need to figure out how to do some podcasting with them and i hope that this is okay quality if you're new to the show and you don't like this quality uh, the 75 previous episodes aren't like this so go check them out you guys wwf WrestleFest hit arcades in june of 1991 during the peak of the fucking cartoony pro wrestling area we all knew and loved shut up adam sit back relax enjoy the episode guys let's talk WrestleFest. here we go look we've all been there you're on your computer you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast and then somehow you lose your work the computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, hey, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating, which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at crashplan.com RTG. Crash Plan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click clacking away. Crash Plan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes they encrypt and back up all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around, and they do, and you lose your work, a backup is waiting for you. And it's not a backup from yesterday, it's a backup from the last 15 minutes. Come on now, that's... It's pretty sweet. And not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work, they can back up unlimited versions of your work. So it's like a rewind button. Realize you screwed something up an hour ago? Just rewind an hour, go find an old version of it, and you're just like that. You're done. You're back to the races. It's awesome. Time is money. Don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. So this is this is the this you're the guinea pig, Brad. And there's two reasons for this, you guys. First is that uh, due to the restrictions on travel, it's just hard for us to get face to face to record these things. And the other reason we're doing it by a phone is because, frankly, we can't much stand the sight of each other. And uh, that is me and my guest this week via phone technology, my pal Brad. How you doing, buddy? Good man, how are you? I'm good, and you guys just uh, hope it works. I fucking I hope we don't. I mean, if people hate this episode, I hope it's because they hate us and not because of the audio quality. Or yeah, hate technology. This yeah. isn't us. Yeah, it's, it's technology. Yeah, we're great. Um, and you it's certainly really can't. And you certainly can't hate the game this week. No. And that is like, no, dude. No. <laughs> I can't. Honestly, when I launched the show, I was excited to talk wrestling games, and I was like, I didn't think this one would ever get on the show because I didn't know that many people that that played it. I didn't play it that much. Uh, yeah, I don't. When you said you didn't play it that much, I'm like, what? I, like, what? Really? Yeah. I, I just, wa- every, every time, man, Millwood's Town Center Arcade. Just walk in there. It, it was fantastic. They had they they had pole position. You could sit down and drive in that arcade, <laughs> and then and then WrestleFest came in, and that was it, man. Four way play. Come on. If you're not from Edmonton, you don't know where he's talking about. But like Brad grew up on the mean streets of Mill Woods. That is, uh, yeah, you don't fuck with Brad, man. He he'll mess you up. Mill Woods. Yeah, Mill yeah. Woods is bad. You know it. Yeah, Mill Woods is tough, 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 tough turf. That's the word I'm looking it's, for. Yeah, uh, there you go. 
but they had arcades. I didn't grow up around an arcade, so I didn't like. We've only I can trying to think about. It. I'm like the only arcade game I think we've covered so far is Street Fighter Two, and like and the main reason I played that is because I've also played it at home. Um, right. So that's the first point I wanted to bring up for this game. This is a goddamn. Yes. This is a damn good wrestling game. How the fuck? One hundred percent. How did this never get ported to a home console? Well, that, I think you dock marks right there for it. Like, you can't take it away from the arcade game, but how did anybody not see this as the 90s version of what the video game should have been? I'm, like, don't get me wrong. That Genesis like that Genesis game was very close, but then you had the stupid tombstone that would appear and that bullshit. Oh, yeah, WrestleMania? I think it was, was it, no, I think it was Royal Rumble, I believe it was Well, called. no, because I had Royal Rumble and Raw for the SNES, and they were the ones where they had that, like, that little colored meter where you'd mash buttons to try to fill up the meter so you could do a yes. move. Um, yes. And then there was like the really arcadey one that was on like PlayStation and stuff where like Undertaker's hand would glow and like Bret Hart would kick people and the hearts would fly out and stuff like that. Well, but this one, like I'm like, I, cause the thing is dude is like, I liked Royal Rumble. I had Royal Rumble for my super Nintendo. And I, at the right. time I was like, well, this is infinitely better than any of the NES wrestling games i was like this is pretty cool but then you play this and this game like i understand they probably would have had to dumb down the graphics and stuff but i'm like dude if you could port like the turtles arcade game and some of those games to like to home consoles there's no way that you couldn't have ported this i don't know if it was like a a licensing thing with the wrestlers and maybe by the time they were ready to port it to home consoles some of the wrestlers licenses were up or or what but i have no idea how this didn't end up on home consoles because this would have sold fucking gangbusters well, here, and the number one thing, I will say this, and it is a fact. If you look at the million-dollar dream in this game when he applies it, it is top top graphics. Right. I am not lying to you. It looks phenomenal. He's pulled the arm over. He's got the arm underneath. It's it's ridiculous how good this game looks. Yeah. And I agree with you. It, it's so bright and colorful, and you just – I, I, I don't I, I don't know why there is no I again you you and I both admitted that we had to do a little bit of homework today to, to nail down some things about this game and there's nothing about it why it didn't port which is kind of again it's shocking to me yeah, I don't it, know why it chaps my ass but then like if you get to the good stuff and you already brought it up and like it's the absolute high high po- I mean there's a lot of cool things about this game there's some not good stuff but there's a lot of good stuff about this game and like to me the number one thing is the graphics cuz I literally like you and I played this at a bar like a year or two ago at Denizen yes and I, yes. and I was like god damn this still looks good today and like watching the footage of it today like getting ready for this podcast I was like like I think most people look at the Nintendo 64 era as like the the peak of wrestling games uh yeah probably deservedly so but i'm like i'm looking at this game right now and i'm like dude this looks better than the nintendo 64 games i get that well like when when we joked about around about it like there's a part of the playstation 2 it looks better like some of the graphics from that polygon look to it were awful i sent you a couple of memes of the rock and yeah his head his head and neck are one and it's just it's one big square. It's ridiculous looking. Yeah, it's fascinating to me that like I'm looking at these images of WrestleFest and I'm like, it's it it's like they didn't go for complete realism, but they also didn't go completely cartoon. Like I don't know how right. I would I don't know how I would describe it because I'm like it's like a realistic looking cartoon. It is yes, so like, bright. There's so much more detail in their like, faces and everything compared to like WCW versus NWO. Like those games are I, you and I, we've already done a podcast on one of them. Yeah. Go back to the it, archives, by the way, guys. Yes. Free plug right yeah, there. Yeah. And uh, no, but with sitting there and like you go and you look at Rick, or not Rick Flair. I can't say that. name. You go look at Goldberg in that game. And then you look at earthquake. Yeah. Or boss man, like the detailed boss man and like his outfit and like the warrior's hair moving. Dude. I'm, he runs off the ropes. I, like I, it's, I'm literally looking at an image right now where Hulk Hogan is gorilla pressing Ultimate Warrior while the big boss man is pinning Sergeant Slaughter. And all four of them, like, it's like within a half a second, you'd like, I, I, I like, you could eliminate the top health bars for, for Slaughter and Hogan here. And I still know exactly who all four of them are. They yes. all, like, I mean, when you play like Royal Rumble or Raw on like the 16 bit uh, consoles, with the exception of the Yokozuna skin, because they made like their own, like, he's the big fat. 
uh, skins. Yes, yeah, they they yeah. basically just took like a, a straight up skin and then put different colors and different hair on them. And like yeah. these ones, like nah, dude, like like Boss Man looks a little pudgy here. And he's got his full cop outfit, and <laughs> right, like Sergeant right. Slaughter's balding and like looks a little pudgy. But Hogan and Warrior look jacked and. Oh, yeah, fucking earthquake looks phenomenal in this game yes with the beard and the hair and again when he runs the little hair moves like it's oh. it's just the small details the, that again that we're talking about a game that came out in 91 which by the way is freaking me out that that's almost 30 years ago i know it's crazy hey i, I can't i can't get over that that's, i still i've said it on here before but i still feel like 10 years ago was the 90s Yes. And like and 20, by the time yeah, this yeah, yeah. and by the time this episode of the show goes live, it might be 2020. Right. Like, right. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. So okay, so it looks for not like dude, when I think of I mean, because you're a wrestling fan from back in those days, and like and yeah, I love old yeah. school. Like when you think of yeah. old school wrestling, like it always felt kind of cartoon. Like it mm-hmm. always felt kind of bigger than life. Like the Hogan Warrior boss man, like the the wrestlers that are in this game. Uh yeah. and, and they found a way to make them look like a cartoon without making them not look real. Like there was that fucking wrestling all-stars game that came out a few years ago. Yes. And I never uh, played it. I never played it, but they made everyone know. look cartoony. Like they were oversized and huge. Uh, and they didn't do that with this one. It looks so like I'm, I get that it's an arcade and they weren't tied to like the eight bit NES fucking like hardware limitations, but goddamn, like this game looks so good oh ah, i love it, it. like you, and like that's the thing is is like you remember when they would uh come down the aisle for the royal rumble or you'd see it in the corner like they would have the promos in the, yeah. in the screens yeah and like even like look at the corner guys that's the key thing too their faces in the corner are spot on perfect like it, it, it yeah graphics it, wise it's a 10 out of 10 it, I, like there's nothing wrong with it yeah i agree with that because that's what i was gonna say like and that's I wouldn't call this a knock on this game because, first of all, it was an arcade game. You're not going to put a deep career mode in an arcade game. People are going to go, they're going to pump in some quarters, lose, and that's going to be it. Uh, This game doesn't have a ton of depth. You can either play the Royal Rumble or you can play uh, Saturday Night's Main Event, which is, which isn't, which I'm kind of surprised that you can't choose between like a singles. Uh, like is like so basically it becomes like a rest like a like a fighting game like a street fight or anything where you just fight through the ladder of opponents and try to get yeah. to like the boss fights but, you but can it's, all, only tag team. it's only tag team and that's a, like i get why you would put tag team in but i'm very so i'm, I'm shocked that they wouldn't put a singles mode in it oh well, um, yeah no it, it that that would have been quite but, simple because you were missing guys right like you had uh, animal and hawk the road warriors that you couldn't play as yeah but then you could have made, I don't know, like in the early nineties, you could, you could have made Andre the champion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, and then you get to him. But and but I'm, I agree with you that there's no there's no depth to the game, but it my, easily makes up for it. Yeah, my only thought, like, and I just thought of this looking at the screenshots, is like because it's a four player arcade game, and so at any point it says like you know push one button buy in, push two button buy in. Uh, if you make if you made it so people could play one on one that eliminates two people that can't walk up and drop a quarter in. And that's probably yeah, yeah, what their I thought is, is it's oh money. Right? That, 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 that's almost mind blowing to think about that. That's what, that's the smart play. But that you is, you, know, you want to keep it at four people so that you can pump four quarters in at any time. Right. Well, so, that, and it, as a minimum, you're getting 50 cents if you got two guys playing. Right. Okay, so before, and then, but hey, remember you gotta also remember that they could change the pricing. That game could become fifty cents. Oh, those fuckers! Or now, remember, it's, oh, now it's the now tokens it's... where you got it. It's like a dollar a token. Fucking... And they don't even tell you. They don't no. even tell you how much a, what no. a token is worth. Fucking bars these days. But the alternative, like, because there's no other way to play this game. You either download the ROM and hack it into like a, a home cabinet or whatever, or you right. shell out like fifteen hundred dollars for an old machine. So like, Which if you I, and I, you you and I have found on gg when we used to work together. yeah which we've talked about yeah so like if i have yes. to go to a bar and shell out three dollars to play a game of WrestleFest, it's like all right i get it oh there's my other line uh see this is the problem with trying to uh, uh hang on uh send a voicemail there's the problem with recording on a phone is i was like normally i mute my phone now i've lost my oh yeah okay this is what i want to talk about before we get into the two modes i was gonna say all the game modes but there's only two i just quickly wanted to go over the roster to this game because like mm-hmm. there are obviously people missing from this that I wish were in it. Now keep in mind, like Brad said, like I just looked it up. This game released in North America, June 1991. Okay, you can play as ten wrestlers: Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Million Dollar Man, of course, Big Boss Man, of course. There's four: Jake the Snake Roberts, sure. Earthquake, yep. 
Mr. Perfect, Sergeant Slaughter, Smash and Crush, but not X from Demolition, which is I, maybe he was like leaving or something. I have no idea. Uh, and then Hawk and Animal, the Legion of Doom are the non-selectable like boss characters. I like, need to just I, hold on. I need to cut you off for one second just because I just realized something here. That is mind blowing, and it would have made perfect sense to make it for the um, one player mode if they were going to do a Saturday Night's Main Event. There's no Savage. Yeah, so that's like that. Like to me, that's the number one because like I was going over like just in my mind some of the wrestlers that are missing from this because like you could point out like a Shawn Michaels, but I think he was even still in the Rockers at this point. I don't even think yeah, he was, like, oh, I don't sure. you know. But Macho Man to me, I mean, obviously Andre would have been cool, but uh, okay, uh, well, Macho and, and Macho you know, Man is the know, big one. And here's the thing too, is that we're, we're, we're to go back to the point about the graphics alone. We forgetting to mention the originator of this game, superstars. Yeah. Right. And if you, if you look at superstars to go back to the graphics for one second, if you look at superstars graphics and then you look at WrestleFest, it's actually drastically better. Right. And I know, and I know for sure in that game. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. I just Andre, looked at a picture of it and yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. There was Andre the Giant was in that game. Yeah. There was the Honky Tonk Man and Randy Savage. Yeah. You had those three guys right there alone to this game. Oh my God. Like yeah. you and, and you know, there's there's also like Roddy Piper. Like there's there's a lot to the roster that for sure you wonder why they didn't either go I know why they didn't go bigger because they probably we were thinking, well, two years from now we can pump out another game yeah that's probably part of it yeah Yeah. and i and i honestly and i don't like and i'm not going to even pretend to know how this works i do know they have to pay some kind of licensing fee for this i don't know if they pay the wwf a flat rate and get access to the roster or if they're paying like per character to get some of these guys i really don't know Mm -hmm. but yeah there's certainly like well there's a lot of guys missing but i guess at the end of the day like i mean like hogan warrior the million dollar man big boss man like hogan as long as you've got hogan and warrior like and I hate fucking both of them with a passion, but as long as you've got yes, those two, yes, like yeah, you're probably okay. I I well, want that, it, Macho Man it, and Honky Tonk Man are the two that bug me. Yeah, but and I and I also would have put Andre in it just for the fact. And Andre, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you but when you look at the roster and everything like that, it's again you, we just talked about it. But can you imagine the port to assist in like the Genesis or Super NES? Yeah. And the roster they could have used and built because there's no way that this game couldn't go on to one of those systems. Like there's no way. No, yeah, of course. I don't. Yeah, I'm still blown away by that. Cause, like Raw and and, Sir, and and Royal Rumble suck compared to these. So the oh, roster. Not close. So the roster is cool, good enough. The graphics are rad. So then you get into the gameplay modes, and like like we said, so there's Saturday night main event because this is before Monday Night Raw or anything, which is that's fucking weird to me to think of a time before Monday yeah. Night Raw. But it, well, this, like, there is only superstars of wrestling on Saturday, right? So superstars, right? So you play Saturday night's main event, and you just form a tag team, and you can form it with anybody. Like you could have Hogan team up with with Slaughter or like fucking. You know, you could have Earthquake and, and Warrior. It doesn't matter. Pick any two people. And then you basically just go through a gauntlet where you fight the other teams. And then you end up fighting the Legion of Doom to become the world champ. And then I believe, and I never played it that much. I always ever played Royal Rumble mode. But, like, I believe that you could keep going after you won the titles and, like, fight everybody again. But I'm yeah, not 100%. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. Because they're obviously, they that. want you to keep playing to keep taking your money, of course, right? Well, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that, like, I mean, I don't, I don't really have that much else. Like, I didn't... I could care less about this mode. Like it's basic tag team wrestling. Once you go for a pin, if you're playing alone, you could control the other guy to try to keep them from breaking up the pin. You could do tag like double team moves, which was cool. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I have, I don't, I don't care. Like I care about the Royal Rumble mode. I don't care about this mode. Have you got, I, I, yeah. Well, the other thing to mention uh, in this mode though, is, is that I think it was the, the match before the finals, because I remembered this and then I watched a video of it and found it. They, you wrestled in the blue cage. The oh. blue cage. The blue cage would be there, and one of the tag team matches would happen in the blue cage. So when you threw a guy off the ropes, he would smash into the cage all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's pretty and like, I don't remember that. Yeah, at all. It, yeah, and like I don't remember, and I'm like 99 sure you couldn't go over the cage, you couldn't climb the cage, but you could just chuck a guy, and he would just smash into it. Like which, it was just there, yeah. Yeah, like they threw it in there, which was. Again, still really cool, and it and, and the funny thing is, like the obviously it's the side to side view, like uh, side screen view. Yeah. So 
the, the, the cage on the side, if you ever get a chance to uh, look it up, is clear. So you could see into the ring. Like, they were doing this at this time. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Smart. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't all blue. They right. still could be able to do, like, what they do now in the PlayStation version of these games is and make it clear so you can see into the ring fully. Right. But, yes, the blue cage was, um, uh, I believe it was the semifinals and then the finals. My only complaint, yeah, you're right. This mode, if you were in, again, if you were in the arcade by yourself, you're skipping class or whatever, sure, you might throw a quarter in and try and see how far you can get. But it, it's lacking. And then, I don't know, like, when you won, I know it's an arcade game, it would have been perfect for the port, but uh, you still don't get to play as Animal and Hawk, which is right. kind of shitty. Yeah, I, that think, always surprised me too, yeah. But like, that's more of a, I guess that's more of a port thing. If if that was on the Genesis, that probably would have said this was the way to unlock guys. Yeah, I guess and so. that would be that would be the clearly the best way to do it. I would think because I yeah like as um, I fuck I love like I mean I don't know if I'd still call them my favorite tag team with teams like the Dudleys and the Hardys and stuff around, but like I fucking adored like LOD back in the day. They were so yeah, awesome. They were, like they were fucking was, so awesome. I and but see I I, I love demolition. Oh fuck! All right, well we'll get into this later. We'll do yeah, this. On, we'll do this on another podcast. Actually, I have yes. no problem with demolition either. I mean, they're not the new day, but they're pretty good. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody: your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. I can just hear you ratting. Actually, actually. And then there's the Royal Rumble mode. And I'm not going to lie to you, my friend. To this day, to this moment... That is my favorite mode in any wrestling game. Like, whenever I do, like, dude, me and my pals, like, Chris and Dave, like, or whenever I would host, like, poker games and the guys come over, we got eliminated, we'd fire up, like, WWE 2K, like, 15, 16, whatever the newish one was, and just play Royal Rumbles. Like, they are so much fun. They were fun on the Super Nintendo. They're, they're, I just, there's, like, Royal Rumble is made for video games. It's fucking perfect. Because if I'm not mistaken, well, in this game, if you get eliminated, you could drop another quarter in and play as the next guy that comes out. Yes, you can. Which is, there you go. That's why Royal Rumble mode is perfect. Because when you lose, see, you don't lose. I can tell you this as a fact. I left that arcade at uh, a young age, and I stunk. Because I was sweating bullets, smashing those buttons, <laughs> playing buddies, and just getting into the game so much. Like oh. Again, we talked about, like you, you, you mentioned about a year, year and a half ago, Denison, when we were playing. You and I were screaming at this thing and smashing buttons, trying to stay alive and help each other. And then so we could turn on each other and throw it, like get tossed out. And it, it, we are in our 30s. Yeah, still in our 30s. It, just yeah. to point out, still in our 30s. For a little bit longer. Uh, yeah. Um, exactly. No, Royal Rumble mode, like. I mean, it, like it's it's cool because you can you can keep playing. It's cool because you never know when someone's going to get eliminated. It's that I mean, like I, to, I think that most people would agree the most exciting thing about a real Royal Rumble match is the anticipation of who is next. Like that's right. always right, and that literally translates into video games. Even a video game with like a twelve man roster or a ten man roster, whatever the fuck. I it have is. to, yeah, yeah. I have to tell you a quick story. A coworker of mine will go to a friend's house. They will gamble and fire up a Royal Rumble. And they will all place bets right. on wrestlers. It's so much fun. Sit, 
and they will sit there and they will watch. And he was, <laughs> we were, we were working and his girlfriend uh, sent him a message saying, okay, I've got the rock. And she goes, he just came out. And uh, my buddy was like, well, what number was he? Seven. And he goes, first thing he said was, oh, she's fucked. Right. Like, that's yeah, that. yeah. Like, Cause you're not, it, it ain't real wrestling and the rock's not pulling this off. No, video games. it's the best. It's the best thing in the world. It's so much. And even like to play it on here. And what I loved about this game, and you already brought it up, is that when it was time for the next entry, because I, bl- yeah, if I'm not exactly. mistaken, it could run six people on the screen at once. I'm yes, pretty sure yeah, it could. You could play four, yeah. but it could run yeah. six. Um, yeah. And so then, when someone got eliminated, then the next wrestler would come down until they'd all been in and out, right? And like, what was so cool about this one? Because like, obviously, it didn't have all their actual entrance music and all. I don't believe it did, and any of that no, big no, stuff. No. They would do that little entry where they'd kind of just walk out through the like down down the aisle. And look yeah, jacked. and you would see it, um, and you would see it at the top. Yeah, like in the Royal Rumble, because like when you'd watch the old Royal Rumbles, that's what they would do is they would show like that corner cam where the guy would like come running down the long hallway or whatever. Yeah, and it would just uh, be a black a black curtain. Yeah, and, and they would old, come running that down. W, that WWE logo, and that's what, that, that and that's what, it. yeah, and that's what this does is like when it's time for the next wrestler, that little cut scene shows up, and you see the wrestler coming down to the ring, like that little thing where they're looking at the camera and stuff. Yeah, oh, yep. that's so fucking cool. Like, and how, it looks oh, good. It looks great. Like, it looks fucking awesome. And you never. And, and the funny thing is, that there's no like, like I know it's an arcade game, but there's no slow. Like, obviously, it's not on a CD and everything like that. But there's no change when there's chaos in the ring when everybody's in there and it's just punching each other, throwing guys, trying to throw guys off the ropes. It doesn't change the yeah. gameplay whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And then like, and there's still that like excitement where like, like when you like the buzzer, like when it's the next wrestler, and it's like, say it's like, yeah. it's, say it's like Smash, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, because like you're yeah. like, whatever, that's a whatever wrestler. But then when it's Hogan or the Warrior or something, you're like, right, oh right. man, like yeah, and yeah. Then, it's oh. just, it's so much fun. It, and the funny thing is too is like it, even even um, when we were at that bar we invited people to play with us to join in on the game right. that were much younger and they were screaming at this thing. They don't know what's going on. They yeah. didn't know. It's but just, again, it's just one of those arcade games that you, like you and I have discussed in these bars, there's always those four way player games. Again, they're going to draw more tokens. They're going to draw more money. I still can't believe you thought of that. I didn't, that didn't even cross my mind of why four way play games generally were harder to do alone. Well, it makes sense. But the, right. the money wise, right. I never even right. it just didn't occur to me. And that, that. like, and like, dude, I I don't know, like, I I never played Superstars, like the first version of this game. This is the only one I played. But I don't okay. know if I don't know if Royal Rumble mode had ever been put in a video game before this, and if it had, certainly no, not as well that, as this. this. Is it. Like, this it, is the first time. It, and I like, can, I don't even need to look that up. And how smart is that? Again, if you're trying to get quarters out of people, every time you get eliminated from the Royal Rumble. Uh, oh, by the way, pump quarter. in another quarter and you can play as the next guy. Like you can just keep jumping into the same. I know you can only do it yeah. for like the 12 guys or whatever that are in it. One of the problems I do have with the Royal Rumble on here is that pins and, uh, and stuff worked. Like you yeah. could pin some, which like, I mean, okay, whatever it's, I, I can look by it. Cause I guess the Royal Rumble as a whole was still kind of in its infancy back in 91. Like that was yeah. still kind of, you know, but like, no, nah, the Royal Rumble is over the top rope. Get the fuck. It's yes. not a guy. Don't get the fuck out of here with that shit. Uh, you now, know, not certainly now, not game breaking, but wasn't it also when you're uh, when you're gonna get tossed, they they pick you up like a body slam, and what didn't you have to if you hammered on the buttons? I think you could get out of it. Yeah, I think tossed. you could. Yeah, it's like because yeah, that like, do, like to me that's always been the like the hardest thing about making a good Royal Rumble mode is balancing the eliminations because you play like like the Royal Rumble on like the like on No Mercy. Or like on, on WrestleMania yeah. 2000 or something, and sometimes like it's just a random kick, and your guy yeah, like stumbles and backwards flying. and flips over the top rope, and it, you get oh, so horrible. fucking angry. Just, oh, um, it's so horrible. So that's a good segue then. Uh, if I had to criticize this game, my number one criticism of it is, and I don't know, and I'm not for the record, it's a half criticism because I'm not going to sit here and say I know how to make it better. Uh, I do find the controls in it weird and occasionally frustrating. Uh, and just very like it's limited you have punch and kick and like and depending yeah. on which way you push punch or kick and then how close you are to somebody you can do different moves and stuff like that and i just i think i think that it, it, for the graphics wise and what you were doing i think they were very limited in what they could do but yes it the, here's the thing too is about our arcade games it's kind of like uh listening to one of your past podcasts which you could download again ah. by the way 
is uh, like when you were talking about Ghostbusters, oh, uh, fuck. which uh, I I am sorry I didn't make that podcast and fuck the vacuum and it's bullshit. Um, going back to it though is there is no instructions. Yeah, and like so and like it, like because you remember you could hit your finisher, but I I don't I can't recall if it was like told. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I always found the control like I even when you and I were playing this at the bar, like I was having fun just mashing punch and kick. But I, I yeah. had a, I don't really know all of the control. I'm sure that if you like played it a few times or maybe some of them had the like the instructions on the side or something like that. Yeah, they used um, to have it a little bit of like a blurb, but I don't remember I don't recall looking at it. Yeah. If you knew. Uh, um but again, you know, like they're new to it, right? Like I mean now it's easy for us to sit here and look at it and be like, Well, why didn't they just use like, I mean, the no mercy controls would almost work with grapple and shit. Like if you use a light grapple and a heavy grapple button and stuff like that. But like, this is 1991, right? Like they were just make a, like it's, anyone could walk up, mash their way through and have some fun with it. And yeah. like, I guess that is like, that is the primary hook to this game is that, yeah. um, I just always found the controls fucking weird. That was all. Uh, but I did love that everyone had their finisher and I, and if I'm not, and I may be mistaken on this, you might know. I don't believe every wrestler just had to hold all of the same moves. Like, I think they did different moves and stuff like that. Yeah, um, there was uh, Demolition would do the backbreaker. Um, right. There was certain moves that, uh, like, I just remember the backbreaker being limited to certain guys. Like, you weren't seeing Ted DiBiase do it. I right. Don't think. And that's right. Rec- yeah. Because, like, you, again, like, I, I keep going back to Royal Rumble because that's because that's the game from even close to this era that I know the best on the Super Nintendo. And it was, like, that sprite swap. And outside of, like, their finishing move, everyone had all the exact same moves. It was just, is like, whatever. One, but... is, is that the one where they scanned, like, Lex Luger so it looked like Luger? I don't think so. Is that so. that craptastic or that came later? No, I think that's the WrestleMania one. God, no, this one, games... this one didn't look like them at all. <laughs> when, um, when you, again, going back to looking at WrestleFest, like, that early to mid nineties versions of some of these games are just shit. Oh buddy. There's like, they there lost were, their way. There were a lot. I would say that even now, like I don't know how many professional wrestling video games have been made over the history of video games, but like it's gotta be at least a two to one ratio of bad to good. Like it has to oh, be. Yeah, and like, yeah, and oh, the yeah, good, oh, yeah. like the good are great, but the bad are fucking bad. And, and they're, and they're, they're in a bad mode right now. That's yeah, they are. Shit. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't know how this game never got ported. This game was rad. I did, and I didn't realize this. Um, they did m- release like a remake of it for like iOS and added. Yeah, like, I downloaded it. It was fun for five minutes. Yeah, and then I was like, it, it, that's that. That's the sad part as we get older. Is that? Uh, but I will say this: that again, this arcade game does stand the test of time. It, it is in my top five. Right. of arcade games that I still play to this day if I get a chance to. Right, but which, now... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, but now having said that, because I agree with you, but I feel the same way about, like, like I like whenever I go to the arcade, if I see, like, the Turtles arcade games, like, the, yeah. the arcade, I play them, or the Simpsons wait, game, wait, I play wait, it. Let's just get it out of the way. What's your top five arcade games right now? I don't even think I have them. Like, honestly, most of mine are probably, like, Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, and, like, I mean, Miss Pac-Man is number one. And then wow, okay. I love Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man, probably regular Pac-Man, Turtles, the arcade game, probably The Simpsons, and then either this or Donkey Kong would probably be my five. Yeah, mine, but, mine, are, mine are Gauntlet, Galaga, The Simpsons, and then Turtles, and then WrestleFest. And WrestleFest. Probably, WrestleFest is probably, like, that top five isn't even in order, but I still think it's between Galaga and that. Right. But the thing is, like, like, as you said, like, it's still playable today. It's still fun today. It's cool. Like, the now it's got that, like, I think wrestling nostalgia stands, like, I feel like wrestling has better nostalgia than most sports do. Like, it's yeah. just, we all love that, like, you know what I mean? Like, when a wrestler comes out now and that old music hits or whatever, we all get excited. And I could still yeah. watch old wrestling and love it. Whereas I have a hard time watching like old hockey now and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like the... Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you because it, it, it's more of, I don't know because uh, again, well, just like hockey is real, right? And you know what I mean, right? It's, it, like there, there was that mister there was just the the mystery of like Pashango and Taker, and then in the eighties, looking at some of these guys just growing up, 
uh, being really young, like I've told you my stampede wrestling stories, right. like just being able to watch that stuff. And we're seeing it now though. Some of it is coming back where I'm finding myself liking again, like there's so many different things in this, in this genre of a of sports entertainment. Yeah. That, yeah, it's, but, it's definitely, it changes, but you, you're right though. It's not like old hockey. Old hockey is pretty bad. It's awful. Whereas like old, yes. old wrestling is still rad. And I feel like that about this game. I'm like, it's honestly like I would not shell out. I mean, you, to me, it'd be cool to have, but you'd have to have, be a diehard collector to shell out like $1,500 or whatever to get one of these cabinets. Cause you're not going to yeah. get that many hours out of it. You're just not. The novelty is going to disappear. And then it's going to be over. Like the, to me, this is a perfect, and I feel the same way. Able to, I played the Simpsons arcade game a couple months ago at, at uh, one of the arcades here in Edmonton. And after about half an hour, I was like, "All right, like I've had my. This was fun. Do you know what I mean?" Yeah, and that's how know, I feel yeah, about this yeah. too. Um, uh, the thing is, uh, as you know, and it's a tragedy, and I'm just going to mention it with the Red Robins closing in Edmonton. I will say this though: I would buy that Simpsons in the Red Robins at Whitebuck Crossing. Just. To, <laughs> Just for the nostalgia of saying, one, I grew up playing this damn machine because it is the original. Right. Stream starting to go. And uh, I, I would say, and it was just as a tribute to Red Robins itself. Right. Like, yeah, they'd be hella fun to get their get your hands on. But I just like, there's not a ton of meat on the bone. This is one of those ones that I've seen a lot of people bring up as like a potential arcade one up, like remake cabinet, like they just did with Turtles and the X-Men. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Which still are really, um, really cool. They're fucking right. awesome. But my, I just, dude, there's licensing issues that, like, no, no it's way. It's never happening. It's never no. happening. It's the same reason that, like, people that want to see a No Mercy on a Nintendo 64 Classic or something are never going to get it, okay? Like, no, just, and, it, like... There's too and, many and, likenesses you have to get your hands on. That would be impossible to make it worth your while. And it's a, a segue to something that you and I uh, are very excited about, is that wonderful WrestleFest sequel that we're finally going to get they call it that and they've been actually the company that made the original game the uh the new one that's coming out is has has the blessing to use the name now yeah from that retro it's it it's gonna be fun and if they do a one-up of that though that's that's cool because that'll be that that with all those guys being licensed this is the new this is the way i hope that it goes and there's some the, some things in the new game that I'm sure one day you and I will discuss that they can add to make the length of this game so much better, like a finishing move bar and just right. small things yeah. that they that and use the buttons that are going to be on the switch. Like I'm not like this game and this new one that's coming out. I know it's changing topics is going to be on all the major systems, yeah. and I don't want it on that. I want it on the switch. I think it's built for the switch. And it's just going to be perfect on that system for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's funny. If you could take the developers of WrestleFest and, and drop them into today with the current video game systems and control schemes and stuff of today, like, yeah, what you could make would be like, oh, fuck. Like, that 2K fucks it up as bad as they do is insane. Because those, those games were well, fun for a while, but now they're just, it's broken and awful and garbage. Well, they're give, when you're giving refunds two months yeah. before release yeah. on yeah. digital downloads, you're a bad game. And two... You and I have discussed it again. Dumbify it. Yeah. Stop making this game. Like one it can, on the next system. If you guys don't change the system drastically, again, we've talked about the fact that these game companies are now don't care and they release it. They make their money and they walk away. Yeah. They, it's yeah. those are facts that people so, need to get used to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just read about it. Uh, in 2019, developer RetroSoft Studios acquired a license from Arc Systems Works rights holder to the original arcade game to dub their upcoming title Retromania Wrestling, the official sequel to WrestleFest. They don't have a WWE license, so it's going to feature wrestlers from various independent promotions and stuff. It's going to be rad. I'm very excited to keep my eye out for it. Um, before we score this thing and, uh, and shut it down, uh, my thought is that play it. If you see it somewhere, you're not going to get it. You're not going to be, you can't buy it anywhere unless you can get like a ROM of it. You're, you have no choice other than to play it at an arcade or at a restaurant or bar or something where you see it. Uh, put it by, if you're a wrestling fan, just drop a dollar, you know, just play it once. That's all you got to do. You'll enjoy it. Even if you only play for five minutes, the, the colors are great. It's colorful. It's fun. Like it, it's, it's just, it's a fun experience. It'll take you back to being a kid for a minute. Don't be Hogan. Be someone good. Also, uh, just, okay. You know, he's one of the best in the game. <laughs> I know always. he is. I know. He's still terrible. I know he's terrible too. It's fine. Be the be um, a million dollar man. Uh, I agree it, with I agree with you on every point you just made, and if I will bet anybody a hundred bucks 
that you can't stand there and play with three buddies and not start screaming at it and smashing those buttons. Of course not. That's the fun of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. all right. So we're going to score this thing. There's 12 wrestlers in it. So on a scale of one to 12, how many wrestlers would you give WrestleFest? That's a I, good I give it, you know what? I, for everything that is wrong or supposedly bad, I, this is in my hall of fame. I got to give it, I got to give it a 12. Like I just, I don't see anything really like, no, I, it's too much fun. You and I proved it a year ago. It's yeah, too much fun. It is. I'll give it. I'll give it a ten. Uh, it loses a point for not having all the Macho Man, and it loses a point for having the Ultimate Warrior. So wow, and, and Hogan. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna get in there. I was oh, going no, well because like I was gonna just I was gonna just dock the point for the Warrior, but then I was like, well, I mean, the man has passed on, and should I be taking away a point just for a passed away man's? Right. So I was like, all right, well, let's throw Hogan in there too, because he's still alive. It's still a piece of garbage. So he um, sucked then, and he sucked when he's dead too. Ten out Warrior of five. sucks. Ten out of twelve. Good game, uh, Brad. Thanks for doing this. And uh, as I'm going to say in the outro, I hope that the sound quality was good for you guys. Uh, and uh, go play, go play WrestleFest if you can. I thanks, promise man. it's better than 2K20. Really so, appreciate it. Thanks again. Good job, buddy. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Brad, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking WrestleFest with me. And to every single one of you gorgeous creatures out there listening to this podcast, thank you so much for supporting this stupid show. If you guys didn't mind the phone chat episode this week, please let me know. And if you did mind it, please let me know because I care about what you guys think. And I'm trying really hard to improve the show. And I'm curious if this worked for you guys. Uh, patreon.com slash remember the game. I already explained it off the top. You guys, two bucks a month. I'll give you all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are at member the game. And as always, facebook.com slash remember the game. Please leave me a good review. If you enjoyed the show, I don't know what the reviews do, but we haven't had a new review on iTunes in like six months. Please leave me a good review on there. Just five stars. Take three seconds. I'd love it. And uh, I'll be back next week, you guys, with episode 77 of Remember the Game. It's our retro gaming podcast. In the meantime, go play some vids, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Take it easy. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>